So on this Wednesday, um, no, it's Friday, Friday morning, I'm spending some time with the Lord and the Word, and he leads me to this scripture in 2 Timothy 2, 3, and it says, you must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. It's Friday morning, and I'm, I'm just in this verse, and the Holy Spirit is saying, must. You must endure hardship as a good soldier. And while I'm meditating on this, a text comes in from Pastor Heather. And Pastor Heather, and she shared an encounter she had had the night before. Share with us, Pastor Heather, what um, you encountered. Yeah. So at 3 a.m., again, exactly, I was woken up. So for those of you who don't remember, <clears throat> we're in a season right now that the Lord initiated at the end of November. He told us <clears throat> five weeks, five months, three years. And, <clears throat> and he's building something in this season. We've been preaching about that ever since. And the Lord, one of the things he did at the beginning of that season is he gave Pastor Heather an encounter at 3 a.m., which is the fourth watch of the night. It's, 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 it's prophetic. The Lord is speaking about the, the end of the night hour. It says in Romans, the, the night is far spent and the day is at hand. It's a time to be woken up, this, this, this watch in the night hour. So now here we are in the second season of this visitation that the Lord launched us in. We're now in the five-month season and he's initiating another word to us in the night watch at 3 a.m. And I, so I was awoken at 3 a.m. I was completely groggy and blurry, just with about enough consciousness to look at the clock. But at the same time, I knew I was woken up. It wasn't like a natural waking. I was intentional and it was unusual. I immediately went back to sleep and I had a dream. And in the dream, I was in a, like a corporate setting and the speaker or the preacher at the front was a man of great authority, someone I didn't know. If I did have a clue about who he was, I would have said he was kind of of the likeness of a, a great South American revivalist, would be the closest thing I could put, say who he was. The man was preaching like really powerfully and all of a sudden, he left the front where he was preaching, and he went to um, a row where there were three men, three older men, and they were, they were sitting in a, together, and they were all asleep. All three of them were asleep. And this preacher goes right up to them. Only one of the men in the row of three men was was known to me and this person represents someone to me who chose not to endure through difficulties. A person who chose to escape pressure, escape confrontation and seek comfort in the things of the world. So the preacher came up to these three people and stood in front of these men, preaching powerfully, just right in front of their faces. And all of a sudden they woke up with a startle and the dream ended. So this is a warning and a promise. I believe this word is from the Lord. This dream is from the Lord for us as a congregation. We have 
been in the process of waking up since 2020. We're still waking up. We're still in the process of waking up. And praise the Lord, he's sending revival. And the first stage of revival is to wake the church up. These three men, I believe, represent entrenched civilian life. It says in the word that every matter is established by two or three witnesses. In this case, the matter is being established in a negative way. This is a long-standing, old, long-standing escapism, long-standing not willingness to endure trial. This is a long-standing pattern in the church. But the, it's not greater. This entrenched pattern that has been established as the American church pattern, it's not greater than the Word of God. And the Lord is sending preaching to us. The Holy Spirit is preaching to us. And he's getting right in our face. And he's waking us up. Like, really, praise the Lord for that. So <clears throat> the Lord gave me this scripture from Psalm 71 about this. You shall revive me again and bring me up again from the depths of the earth. You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. So this is what the Lord is doing. He's sending preaching to wake us out of slumber, wake us out of a civilian state and way of living that chooses comfort, it escapes pressure and trial. And the Lord's doing that right now. I've asked Pastor Ryan to exhort us some more along these lines because I felt the Lord said, you need the word before you enter into worship today. So let's listen. Don't, don't go back to your seats. Let's remain in the spirit right here because the Lord, the Lord started this. Yes. For those of you who just came, in, um, just came in, the spirit was being poured out before we even arrived. So the Lord is initiating something today. And Pastor Ryan's going to shed more light on what Jesus is doing because as I said, the outpouring of the spirit comes directly from Jesus directly to us it's intentional it's personal yes. and he's doing it's formative he's doing something with his word and his spirit yes. thank you matthew 28 18 to 20 says this and jesus came and spoke to them to his disciples saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Jesus relates to disciples as a commander. In this passage, disciples make disciples. In this passage, disciples baptize. And we see here that what disciples are sent to do is to teach another person to obey what they have been commanded. You and I live in a commandment system. 
with the Lord. And the nature of our communication with others is not to communicate platitudes or to communicate ideas or suggestions or to communicate great moral structures that could benefit someone. What you and I are being sent by Christ to do as we baptize and make disciples is to function out of our command system with the commander. What have you heard? What have you been commanded? It's It's very intimate. And if you and I in any way have resisted a commandment system from the Lord, if we have received a Lord who has helped us stabilize mentally, stabilize emotionally, stabilize, we've we've received the word of the Lord as a word that has helped us bring structure around our life, become a better person, We we have... not receive the fullness of what Christ is bringing to us. The power, the authority, the nature of what Christ is doing to us, is bringing to us, is expressing to us, is a command. He's a commander. And so he's relating to you and I as commanders, as a commander. Receiving Jesus as the commander, living under his commands. As he tells you day to day, moment by moment, how to live in every sphere of life. That is the fuel of our conversations as we go out to nations, to our neighbors. Yes. Yes. So in order to in order to be in the flow of Christ sending, you and I must embrace Jesus the commander. We you and I must continue to throw off a civilian robe, a civilian garment, and put on what Romans 13 says, Romans 12 says, put on the armor of light. Put on the battlement of light which is to put on Christ. When you and I received Christ, we received armor. We were immediately transferred out of a civilian life and into a military life, into a soldiering life. We now function very differently. That civilian life has zero commands working in it. It doesn't function by a command system. It functions by a suggestion system. You and I don't live in that any longer. So you and I as disciples are being formed into soldiers by Christ's grace, by great grace. We're being formed into soldiers. Soldiers are the only person that Jesus the commander can utilize to extend his ecclesia, his kingdom. Nice guys won't cut it. Successful business guys don't cut it. What he's looking for and what he is producing by grace in you and I 
are soldiers. Second Timothy 2 says this. It's up above. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. This soldiering way of life is initiated by Christ, by his grace. And the command here is to be strong in grace. Not weak in grace, not intermittent in grace, strong in grace. Thank you, Lord. Potent in grace. Able to access grace at any time. Able to step into grace at any moment. Strong, strong flow of grace. Grace doesn't just come on Sundays in your life. Grace doesn't just come on Wednesdays in your life. You're strong in grace. It's coming Monday mornings. It's coming Tuesday nights. It's coming in your dreams. Coming in your date nights. You're so strong in grace. Soldiering this way of life with Christ, living with Christ as a commander, begins in a flow of his grace. He's initiating this from heaven. We're not trying to put soldiering on we're not trying to put something on by our own energy it's being initiated by what's coming out of christ by what's coming out of the spirit coming from heaven to you to make you something to make you a soldier to make you a one under command that grace is stripping the civilian garments off you that grace is coming to you and making you potent as a soldier Thank you, Lord. So therefore, my son, the Father is saying, Christ is saying, the Spirit is saying, therefore, my son, be strong in grace today. Yeah. Shore it up. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Plug the holes. Find the law. Kick it out. Strengthen the channels of grace, the experience of grace, the knowledge of grace. Mm. Paul goes on, the spirit goes on. And what you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people, to faithful men who will be qualified to teach others also. So this grace comes out of heaven from Christ, builds, makes, forms in you a soldier. The, the immediate secondary dynamic is that you get joined to an apostle. You get joined to a leader. You get joined to a pastor. You join your future. You join your present. You join your destiny. You join your thoughts. You join your body. You join yourself to a member of the body who's hearing Christ Jesus. (laughs) Join yourself. Throw off separation. Throw off. This isn't hive mind. Don't be afraid to join yourself to a father and a mother. The blessing of God is to have a father and a mother. That their words would be like a crown on your head and a garland around your neck, Proverbs say. Join yourself. 
and then begin talking. And trust what you've heard to reliable people, qualified to teach others also. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. For no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. So here we see a distinction between the civilian life and a soldiering life, a life under command. We see that there is something called entanglement within a civilian life that robs and steals and destroys the walk, the function, the experience, the expression of a soldier. And it's caught up primarily in the goal, the aim. The aim of a soldier is to please Christ. One man. The aim, the goal of a, of a civilian is to please himself. And by and large, what we have experienced in the body of Christ is the gospel being presented, the, the Christianity being given into the hands of civilians. And here's what happens to the gospel when, when, that, when, when, the, when Christianity, when the gospel gets communicated to someone who still has civilianness working. It's platitudes, rules for self-betterment, for self-actualization. It becomes like a structure around a boy so that boy can... can take to himself something stable in his education and in his mind, something stable as an adult and find a job and have a goal unto resource or income that produces stabilization from the shaking that's happening out in the world. It's I, 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 I. That's very different. From the, from the posture of a soldier who is receiving grace and is receiving commands to please Christ, to serve Christ unto his ends. This all comes out of grace. So grace is coming today. Grace is coming to us. Grace is coming to me. Grace is coming to you. Grace is coming to us. That the civilian garments, the civilian dynamics, however they have wanted to be around our life, corporately and individually, would be stripped today by a powerful waterfall of the Spirit. And you and I and we together corporately would get infused with soldiering that's coming from Christ. That we would hear our commander, see our commander, and love and desire and find ourselves under his commands. Yeah.